0: welcome back to episode 62 of the block runner podcast here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you you can watch this podcast on our youtube channel to follow along with our discussion i am your host william and today we'll be gathering for another decentraland roundtable joining me today is maddie from dclblogger.com vows from decentral games Frankie needles anorak and daniel from polygonal mind here are some of the topics we discussed today First up, how can Decentraland plug their leaky bucket? Next, a free market of wearables or a whitelist? Then, how can we improve onboarding players into Decentraland? And finally, what DAO structure makes the most sense? All right, let's listen in. And, uh, we did that yeah. with one of our, like,
1: um, we did that yes. with our backgammon tournament we, we hosted. and. Like I ended up giving away a land parcel and it was, I mean, it's pretty sizable, like guys, yeah. you know, to give away, Um, which is fine. I mean, we got a bunch of users in our discord and, mm-hmm. and, and everything, but it's really not, I feel like, I feel like we, get, we need to figure out ways of, of
0: incentivizing sustainable to marketing. Come.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So
2: I think we're all kind of at the same thing right now. Will, are you recording this by the way?
0: Yeah. So I, I've been recording.
2: Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, we're at the same kind of phase there, Baus, because we're running this um, fashion show and I think Anorak as well did some sort of a block runner tournament and mm-hmm. uh, he gave away some prizes. I'm not sure if he made the same amount back. And I think it's it's about us trying to find how much it takes to get people on board and that value, um, you know, the, the, the revenue way we can at least break even and then from there we can grow. But I think right now it's very difficult to bring some sort of revenue just because of the marketing pool that we have, the people that we have to market to is not really that big. Um, the, um, the many, the, the amount of people that have a MetaMask account that can actually log in and play. Um, even if your marketing campaigns like massive, not many people are logging in and playing like maybe 50 to a hundred people max, but we want thousands, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So I think, yeah, I think right now the focus for me personally, isn't really to break even it's, It is to break even, but it's more to grow the overall user base and make sure at these events, more and more people turn out. out. And I'm sure like six months or seven months down the line, once we start to host events and we have 600, 700 players, then those kind of prizes will be more legit.
0: So I wanted to to talk about some of the updates that Decentraline is going to be making. Um, So we didn't really get to talk about this because I had a meeting with Augustine on Saturday last week. And so I think this is the first time we all get together after that meeting. Um, So one of the things I I talked to them about is the updates to the the map that they made uh, just recently. And so this is like phase one of the map updates. Mm -hmm. Uh, A couple of other things they're going to do to change the map is add player location on the map. So even if you're on one corner, you'll be able to know if somebody's on the opposite corner on the map. Uh, So there'll be a bunch of red dots and you'll be able to see who's actually playing in real time. And uh, so uh, on top of that, you'll be able to add friends right from the interface as well. Uh, And you'll be able to see where your friends are located right on the map. And you'll be able to know if they're on the same realm as you are or not. And then you can jump realms right from the map too. So I think I wanted to kind of bring that up nice. and, and oh, get, your, wow. get your feedback on, like, is, do you think that would help in terms of, like, the leaky bucket that Decentraland has? Because people come into Decentraland just by clicking on a link, and then, you know, potentially some of them mm. come back, some of them don't, right? And so I think if we have this social mm-hmm. update, you know, for Decentraland, perhaps that leaky bucket is less of a leaky bucket, you know? So what do you guys think?
2: Yeah
0: uh so frankie you want to show show the map press m and you can show everybody what i'm talking about
2: i think that'll definitely help because one thing people feel is they log in and then they're they're lost they don't know where to go they don't know they don't know whether what realm to be in where people are and i think that will help with marketing as well because when you're in there and you know there's an event going on you'll be clearly able to just join in
0: yeah, so yeah. so this map here, just imagine seeing a bunch of red dots of people actually like in Decentraland at the moment. Um, and and then, you know, you see a red dot, you can click on it, you can jump to, you know, teleport to them from, from the map. Um, and then you'll have on the top left an a small interface where you'll be able to see your friends list and you'll be able to know where they're located just by that list mm-hmm. and what realm they are. So. I think it's going to be helpful. Uh, I think this is like probably the first step to retaining players. Uh, but I agree with Boss that uh, we got to figure out some sustainable way to get people attracted to Decentraland without having to spend so much to bring them in in the first place.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think one solution would be like easy solution to that would just be like uh, ability for us to just like mint like wearables. And like that's something that I've been, like, pushing, like, really hard yeah. um, mm-hmm. and getting a lot of pushback, um, like, just to get a wearables license. I feel like any, like, major project, if you're able to do that, then you can easily just, like, incentivize people to come. Um, that's a good idea. Yeah. What's your
0: stance on yeah. having an open market on wearables and creation of wearables, or should people be whitelisted to create wearables?
1: That's a tough question. I mean, I think Decentraland, like, definitely wants to have kind of, like, like, like um, the same type of branding and image throughout. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's why they have certain, you know, um, emissions for like their uh, how they do lighting or they have certain things while how they are just displaying things. So, uh, kind of everything looks a little bit form, um, like you know, goes together. And so, I think like I don't think they'll ever do like you know like Marvel and Marvel wearables. Um, I think like our only, I mean, maybe I don't know, maybe the Dow will vote on it eventually and 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 make it happen. But I think that they probably are gonna. You know, strongly lean towards um just having white listed you know people but then that just puts so much power and in, and into in the hands of those um companies or people that have those because you know like can pretty much control the entire market so this is one I of don't the know, things what you guys think on that
0: this is one of the things that we can vote on so we can collectively vote on whether we agree on a white listing mechanism or a complete free market where anyone can generate these nft wearables um, I I stand on a free market simply because, um, it's probably easier to manage, and there's not going to be any shady business in terms of who gets white listed. Um, and then you let the 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 community decide what's valuable. Let's say you know Baus comes out with these like you know really nice wearables, and somebody just copies them. Well, it's in my best interest to support Baus than the you know the scammer, right? So I have to do my do your own research to make sure I'm funding the right people, right? Hmm. And just like everything else, yeah. I think that's the right path. But, you know, it's just one opinion. Have you seen the map? You. I that? think
1: free market is... What's that? Have you seen the map?
2: The um the flowchart that they have for the wearables so far?
1: I don't think so. Don't think
3: okay.
2: So. A... Yeah, so I don't know if I've sent you that link. So we've got a forum. Oh, the in forums? The
0: yeah, forum.decentraland.org. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's awesome that they're doing that. It's way better. I remember you were talking about it's way better than having like a... Everything in the Discord. Discord. So yeah. Nice. No.
2: So there was a topic in there where they were talking about the proposal or whatever they had in mind for the, the wearables. And it was something on the form of getting, um, having a designer who designs the wearables and then submitting it to someone that manages the collections. So I think the person who has the collections has to stake mana. And then they are allowed to basically whitelist or allow people to submit their design to their collection. And then those collections get approved by the DAO or something like that. Anyway, but if you looked at the flowchart, it kind of gives an indication as to where their mind is at the moment, and I think it's somewhere leaning towards some sort of whitelisting. listing. Um, but they're trying to do it in a way where there's minimal voting. The, the frequency of voting is very minimal because no one's going to keep voting on wearables if someone's submit, submitting
4: like hundreds every day. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well. That was the uh, argument in the Discord yesterday, which is. Do you leave it open and uh, kind of support the idea of like the creativity and everyone can kind of come up with their own stuff or do you make it where it's closed and you have certain people that um, have to be whitelisted or whatever uh, and you're going to have a better product but you're going to discourage a lot of people from creating their own stuff which is kind of what decentraland's is supposed to be and that was the argument in Discord which is what I was saying was I think that we should just have a anyone can buy a, like a license or a permit for it and make it, let's just say 15,000 mana to buy a license. That's right. And what's going to happen is if you buy that license and your wearables sell out, it means that there's a demand for it. But if you buy that license and you only sell like 5% or 10% of your wearables, then it's going to filter out the people who are putting out uh, less than Good idea. an average product. And it's kind of just letting the market decide, but, I think Biles brings up a good point where Decentraland wants to have a brand. They don't want to have a bunch of random crappy looking stuff, which I agree with. But at the same time, I understand, um, like Too Sad to Tell of Sugar Club and um, HP were both kind of arguing on behalf of the creativity side, which I, I understand both parts, but I don't think that we should just have it where anyone can submit a wearable to the marketplace. Like, I, think I don't I'm think that's what we... Uh...
5: Yeah, we didn't we didn't do all that trading to turn around and have <laughs> anybody just start printing sneakers, you know what I mean? Yeah.
4: Not even that, but like, man, I don't wanna have to like I don't wanna have like a hundred different pairs of sneakers on the marketplace. Like eventually like stuff's just gonna kinda get annoying to look at. And you're gonna have people who just troll and just make whatever wearable they want. Like yeah, odds are saying. you're gonna odds yeah. are you're gonna have more people yeah. trolling than mm-hmm more people that want to create something good that don't have the chance to do it that's, that's awesome. very it quickly takes, like, the
5: legitimacy yeah. away from it you
4: know what I mean? just just very
2: quickly yeah. welcome daniel um, hey what's we'll up Sam. what's up man oh, good to see hey. you here. thanks for joining us
6: uh no problem so yeah we were daniel... just talking
2: about wearables and whether we should uh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 i was listening <laughs> <laughs> it's a hot topic right now man everyone's uh, on multiple sides whether it should be free market or someone should pay something to be a license holder.
6: Yeah, what do you think, Daniel? It's difficult because... uh, uh, It's a very difficult topic because uh, I'm not sure if you guys follow the crypto art scene, but there is, like, this uh, group of people who is making trash art, basically. Yeah. Some of them uh, are copies, right? Sometimes you get, like, copy infringement, people just trying to sell copy paste. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, Mm -hmm. allowing a... Poorly free market can bring you this kind of issue of where you have people who, just yes, steal IPs and try to sell them from themselves. Imagine you have a guy who tokenized, uh, I don't know, a Spider-Man mask, right? And mm-hmm. um, You cannot sell that because uh, you don't want Marvel and Disney on your back, for, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's a very difficult topic, but at the same time, I guess it's difficult to say who can be in, who can be out, mm. and filtering in, filtering out. Yeah. yeah. but at the same time, you cannot just slow things down. It's uh, mm. I'm not sure how to how it's going to be done. It's not a very yeah. easy question. My best guess is that they do a super rare, um, no. origin are doing in the art scene which is mm. you know filtering people you are
2: manually uh, like they manually select people i think yeah yeah, yeah 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 at
6: least in the beginning you at least say this guy yes this guy no okay make a proposal about uh, what you want to be selling then mm-hmm. uh then you have to accept the agreement of the of the platform like i agree that when i'm tokenizing this i'm not doing any ip infringement Mm -hmm. or not doing you know any copies out of it uh and if you break the rules you're banned that's it Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah they have banned people (laughs) from superiors so it's not uh, you know uh, you have this chance don't don't fuck it and (laughs) yeah it's easy (laughs) you know if you you don't want to steal or you don't want to break the rules it's not going to be any problem for you even Mm -hmm. if you uh maybe also you can allow like a maximum wearables that you can mint every week or something mm-hmm. like that. That would be also a good solution for now.
0: Yeah. It seems to me that there's the two extremes of having a whitelisting mechanism versus the other side of a free market. But I think Anorak is onto something here with if if a troll wants to spend fifteen thousand mana for a license to mint um then he spends 15000 mana to troll uh but yeah. that will cut down on all the other trolls who are trolling for free right so yeah. i think if we so implement we have one troll yeah yeah if we implement so, some kind of uh some you know toll i think that's going to cut down on the you know all the other trolls out but there. i think
2: that's what they're doing right with the staking or that's what the initial proposal was for collect uh curators or collection yeah. people yeah. to stake mana mm-hmm. um and then that staking process gives them a license so that people can submit their designs and then they can kind of curate what comes in and what doesn't. So they don't want to lose their curator um, license, right? So if we were to vote them out, then they would lose that. Sure. So they're, they're trying to find some sort of a mechanism.
5: I see what you're saying. So that way you're separating the artist from the person that's so you're I'm a I'm a curator. I'm a yeah a respected because curator. Just a sponsor I can't exactly. business with with somebody that's trying to troll or trying to do some weird shit.
2: Exactly, I, Frankie, that's it. Business. So you yeah. have to build up your reputation as a curator. So you want to make sure yeah. it's quality that's coming through. If you're accepting garbage, we're gonna kick you out. Yeah. Like the DAO most likely will kick you out. Mm-hmm. Um, so but I think uh, that the goal is to kind of unlock creativity from everyone that wants to come in. Um from people that own like Sugar Club, they need to be able to design something. Like yeah. um, you know, yeah. Meta Factory needs yeah. to be able to design something. Obviously,
5: anybody that's doing stuff should be able to well, I don't want to say anybody, mm-hmm. but people that are doing stuff should be the first people to to get the opportunity because they were they they need to promote something that they've already built prior when they were dealing with. I know you all oh, you guys all probably know about this, but people dealing with like the SDK not working well for them and stuff like that those people should be first a lot right? mm-hmm.
1: yeah also I think you bring up a good point Frankie I think like it just provides anyone with any user base like in DCL with like a business model you know that where mm-hmm. they can make yeah. you know revenue so I think and and also just give away if they want to um, and and incentivize u- users mm-hmm. to come come check out their parcel mm-hmm. so yeah I think it's I think it's pretty important that pretty much yeah like you said Frankie everyone Every one of us and everyone that's pretty serious about building stuff is um, able to mint their own wearables. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I don't think it, uh, you guys will have any issues though, because what's going to be available soon is just the ability to put together proposals, submit it, and then get voted on. And mm-hmm. I was thinking, talking to Toonpunk, and he was saying, to be honest, if you have a half decent proposal or you're somewhat legit, like I was going to put a proposal through for DCL core. So I talked to him about it. And he said, Yeah, look, you should have no issue getting whitelisted just because of the sentiment around mm-hmm. the people like generally the gist is like, you know, people will support this sort of things. So mm-hmm. I think if you're early to it and you have a decent proposal at the start when there's not much noise, it shouldn't be difficult to get approved. That's good. I think so at least.
0: No, I totally agree. Um mm-hmm. So so we were talking about how uh, being able to generate your own wearables would be a at least one sustainable way to attract people to Decentraland. Because right now, since the team has like the minting power for wearables, those seem to be like very successful. Anytime, like, for example, the, the whole COVID, fight against COVID thing, that brought in like a ton of people, right? That raised, you know, yeah. over $5,000. um, And That's- in exchange, you got a mask, right? So... Uh, I think these wearables are, are a big deal. Um, any other ideas on sustainability? I think I had one with uh, using the DeFi system where we use some of the DAO funds to stake into Compound and earn interest to fund some of the minigame experiences, um, you know, from anything that anybody creates to, you know, existing games right now. Any Any other ideas that you guys had?
1: I think that's a great idea. If you, if you, if if we had any returns on compound, still, yeah, that's true. <laughs> At point twenty three percent for sure. Yeah, cool. I, but still, I mean, if it's like you know, what is it? Would they get like twenty million mana a year? Yeah, the data does. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's pretty sizable. I mean, if if you're making a small percentage of that, I think it's it could fund some stuff. Is that how much it is? Um, ten percent.
2: Yeah. What is?
0: Yeah, twenty two million is ten percent. So.
2: So is that how much you get per year if you stake?
0: No, 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 sorry, sorry. So uh, you get, so 222 million is is part of the DAO, right? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and you got 10 years. So every year is 10% of the 222 million.
2: Yeah, that's, so 20 million.
0: So 20 million, yeah. So you stake 20 million mana right. into compound, at least you're generating free, oh, all right. free money, right, so to speak.
1: That's what I'm saying. How much do we... Get
2: if you it's
0: stake it's the 20 million. it's market oh
1: it's so market based but compound doesn't have mana right now I, think. No, it I mean they could add it maybe.
0: well you yeah, you what you would do is it. you convert that to compound I mean it's, you convert that to die stake that into compound uh, but right, right now the percentage Maddie I think that's what you're asking is the interest rate right now is like point twenty three percent but it used to be on average above five percent and at one point it was at twenty percent
2: so it's point twenty three
0: percent
1: right
2: now yes point twenty three yeah, <laughs> what uh, yeah it's really
1: bad crazy right uh, now. the, the
0: the uh, like actual it.
1: markets are are causing that. Yeah.
2: Oh right. Oh no, that's yeah. that's that's nuts.
0: Yeah, what? it's it's not good right now.
2: Isn't that a good thing for borrowers because they pay less interest? Oh
0: yeah, for sure. It's it's they have to pay like 0.5%. Oh damn. So I'm looking at it right now, it's at 1.51% interest rate. So it went up, you know, considerably since last I checked. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it was like near zero like yeah. a couple like two one or two weeks ago. That's right. I saw it. Wow. Yeah.
0: Is so a DSR the DSR
1: raised too? Yeah. Say that again. The die savings rate is still the die savings rate. Yeah, have you guys like um went gone to like Oasis? It's like MakerDAO's um site where you can like stake the die and get like um a die savings rate uh, rate of return. Um, and that's kind of and they the MakerDAO votes on that. Uh, Correct. To like raise or reduce that. Yeah, and it's actually that's still at zero percent though, which is crazy. I oh, guess really? it's just because da- Dai has um, such a massive demand right now because people are. Um, I guess after that massive sell-off, like Dai was at, Dai was trading at like one point like oh six or one point oh eight at certain times, like during that massive crash, um, in like last month. And I remember I was arbing. Um, there was a massive arb on on um, Kyber, um, between Dai and USDC. It was like, <laughs> like Dai was like in such massive demand that yeah. the the price was so much and then so um the maker DAO like voted to reduce the the savings rate down to zero now um and wow. they've kept it there just so that because their their target for the price is is one one to one. Sure. So yeah. um so obviously you know as a result of lowering that DSR then then it brings down the uh, demand for it a little bit. So hopefully reach back to one to one. But yeah it's crazy. It's still at zero though.
0: Yeah for real. And I'm surprised I go back up, but... I'm surprised it went down close to, you know, just the interest rate 0.23%. I've never seen it that low. Um, I remember when I first got into uh, compound, it was at 17%. And I was like, hell yeah, man, you know, screw the banks. But, <laughs> yeah. Like
4: put in like all, all, all the crypto we have in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, uh, so uh, what's, uh, what's one thing that you guys like about Decentraland right now, uh, specifically to, to Bows and, and talk Sam, um, What's something that you guys see right now in the world that you're excited about, like, moving forward in the near future? Um, Um,
6: That's a difficult question because uh, I'm not very hyped about Decentraland these days. Uh (laughs)
3: Uh,
6: I feel that we are stuck. Uh, Even if they are doing a lot of things for um, social interaction and social people getting into the game, I see we are still in a block. Uh, that we cannot surpass, mm. you know. Uh, we achieved this huge milestone, which was the release of the game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a uh, huge hype for everyone. But after that, I don't see that there is a lot of new players coming in, like mm-hmm. people who stays a lot of time in the game, and they come back, and they stay back in the game. And You know, I, I try to, even even if with this COVID scene, Going on. I don't see that the game has got a lot of people in, and you know, since there's not much built yet, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and also,
0: what do you think is causing that, Daniel? What exactly? What, What do you think is causing the fact that no one is seemingly Coming into the Central line and staying.
6: Uh one of the things is uh, the barrier that you have to place your NFT wallets. You know your MetaMask wallet. Yeah. Mm. The very first oh, second you that you enter the game, you face a wall. You, you, you just cannot enter the game without placing your uh, your Ethereum wallet.
0: So you know the they've changed that, right? So yeah, even
1: I, I swear you can do it without a MetaMask, right? Yeah, sure. you can. Are you sure?
0: Yeah, you can when they on the first the first week. So, if you go and use like Safari or some other uh, uh, browser that doesn't support a wallet, you can jump into Decentraland as a guest and run around without having a mask or a uh, uh, um, you know a wallet. So you'll be able to experience pretty much anything. Now you won't be able to interact with our games, for example, or go to Decentral games and and oh. gamble, uh, but you know you could at least experience i'm trying to to walk
6: now but yeah doesn't seem uh uh, when i talk into the central language chrome it asks me for for wallets i'm just comparing the central language for example crypto voxels Mm -hmm. crypto voxels
2: crypto voxels voxels have the smoothest onboarding there's no doubt about that Mm -hmm. and i think we should take that into consideration
6: exactly i mean when I share uh, CryptoVoxels on my Twitter, maybe my friends who doesn't look, uh, they don't know about crypto or they don't know about shit uh, what I'm doing. They just click in and say, hey, I like your Minecraft world. And I'm like, yes,
3: no. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> At least he,
6: <laughs> you know, he tried, he tried, he, yeah. he locked in and he walked around and he commented mm-hmm. and maybe he later on, he wants to build something there, right? But yes. in the Central, the moment you enter, you just have this face wall. Like you need a right. you need a wallet account here. You need something to, and that's not also an easy thing to have because you have to make a you know, you have to have some Ethereum on you. You have of to course, yeah. make you know, it's not just MetaMask link. wallet is
2: actually very difficult to set up for non crypto people.
6: Exactly, this is not uh, so. If we we'll give you a link. To someone who has never been in Susan they are not going to join in the first five seconds. They are going to take at least 10 minutes before they can join. And attention span of people is uh, really bad. Uh, regardless of whatever things are going on, if I have to spend like 10, 15, 20 minutes to join the first time, and then I have to. Try a tutorial, which I had a lot of issues with that because mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends with I've been stuck in the tutorial for some reason uh mm-hmm. they just uh the next time I tell them to join in, they just like, oh man, uh, I suffered yeah. the last time why why else would you join this time you know' it's mm-hmm.
0: you know what I think you're right daniel i I just use Safari, and uh I can't get into the game so so you're right you, you have to have a, as well. you, yeah yeah, you have to use a mask or a a mask uh. Yeah, it always
6: asks you for some for a MetaMask or some other okay. wallet. So that's that's the main barrier I see. And so for ones... Crypto
0: voxels, do you just need a link and then you're in the game?
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. That should be
0: done
2: even on mobile phone. You yeah, click that's it the, and you're in the you can, game within yeah. like five seconds.
1: That's you can yeah, on, um, on a quest too, Oculus. You can just like go to their website and and just click right in. Right, right. Start walking around.
0: See, uh, I thought I thought they changed so, that. but I guess not.
4: So I don't know, maybe. The question there, though, is even if it's easier to access, do you still see people coming back to those platforms? Of course. Uh, Okay. uh,
6: There's a meeting going every week. Uh, It has been going for at least two months now, or maybe not that much. But last week, we were like 90 people there. Yeah, that, is that Maddie. the one
2: organized by Matt? Uh, yeah, 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 was, yes. That's the
6: one and that you
4: invited uh, us to, Maddie. There's like 70 people man, in the lobby. Yeah. Was and the one before she 70, was,
6: uh, and they were week <laughs> le- before there were 60, you know, and it's increasing mm-hmm. and people is coming back. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they can mint items, for example, Matt is now giving uh, wearables, uh, mm-hmm. free uh, wearables yeah. for anybody who joins. I cannot do that in this end. I cannot organize uh, an event. I give uh, were mm-hmm. to anyone who joins and give me their wallet. Mm-hmm. I cannot, for example, uh, go and place. Uh, you know, it's it's the thing about the crypto box of this is because they can join. You know, it's very easy easy to join. It's very easy mm-hmm. to to set up things and decentralizing, lacking all of that stuff.
2: I agree, That's, I agree. Yeah, the onboarding is is one of my biggest issues. I'm just like trying to push ways around metamask i just feel like the whole concept of downloading metamask should just get out of here because for them to be able to submit gas fees and understand how that process works it's it's too much but how crypto voxels has it where you click on a mobile phone link you're in the game you can walk around you may not be able to interact much but i'm i don't know if you put the sound up if you can hear the voice chatting on the
6: mobile phone um i don't
2: know i
6: don't know but But, you know it works you experience the scene yeah exactly and and you can also move
2: around Yeah,
6: you can type and you can, you know, it's
2: really good. Mm -hmm. I think that's the benefit of being like voxel based, maybe. I'm not sure because the graphics aren't as heavy, so it it, it loads easier. You should be, you
0: you know, decentralized should be able to do this. I actually, you know, we should talk to them about this because it it wouldn't be difficult to uh, to implement this now, unless they have some kind of underlying infrastructure where they require a metamask or, or a wallet of any kind. Um, otherwise. They already have guest accounts. You don't. You shouldn't need to have a wallet to walk around Decentraland. There's, there's, and like for us, like Decentral Games or anybody who's you know setting up you know some sort of business within Decentraland, yeah, we value the fact that anybody within Decentraland right now, we know they have a wallet, right? And Mm. so those are customers, right? Um, so so to to us, that's like a sort of like a good thing, but it's also a bad thing that not it's too complicated for people to just jump in.
6: Exactly. Yeah. You have yeah. to convince people to to show the game, you know, they so they can yeah. see if they are, yeah. have any interest on it, and then maybe they convert into Ethereum wallets. Yeah, for maybe. sure. Yeah. But if they cannot yeah. try it in the first place, they're not just going to skip it.
1: I mean, even, even if they did try and you and you gave people, like, without wallets or not familiar with wallets, the, the option of, of walking around in Decentraland as a guest, um, I mean, I think what really needs to happen and I think it will happen eventually, um, there needs to be some type of like Coinbase type of service where like um, a company provides like custody for Mm -hmm. like assets because most people, I mean, like if you think about it, like say someone's a guest and they come in and and they want to buy something like And they don't know the wallets. And even if they could get in the world, like they're not gonna pay for anything because they can't send any crypto. Um, and they can't even hold any of the like any of the NFTs. So um for us, obviously, like we all prefer like to have custody and that's important to us. But I feel like the majority of people, like ninety-five percent of the population doesn't really care about that. So I feel like um having that service is gonna be really important eventually sure, like down the line. And I don't know how that's gonna look, but I think it's it's gonna be um, necessary for decentral and uh, to grow and appear I agree. to the mainstream. I agree. I mean,
2: I guess it's a centralized exchange, basically like Binance and so whoever holds your coins or
1: assets, right? Um but that's, yeah, I think it's just uh, it's good to have the option to have your own keys yeah. though. I think that's like that, the whole point of crypto.
2: A hundred percent. But uh, I think that's what Nifty Gateway are working on. I'm not sure if you've seen their work.
1: Okay, Mm -hmm. I think I've I've heard of that. I haven't like like dove into yeah.
2: So I've I've been on a Skype call with them, and basically they've, they've they've created some sort of like a um a way so you can own your own your assets via their exchange or your NFTs, and um you can purchase buy and bid on them in fiat. So they're trying to minimize the onboarding hurdles, and I'm really watching their thing very closely because they're they're approaching influences on instagram like artists and stuff getting their art um getting them to auction that and then facilitating that on the blockchain for them in nifty gateway on their exchange so they're trying to oh wow yeah they're trying to um really push the numbers on how many people are engaging with nfts so
1: oh damn these they're they're backed by gemini with a winkle boss that's it yeah
2: yeah (laughs) I'm in touch with them. I'm gonna. I might do a review on their uh, whatever they're doing soon. But so far, it seems like they're doing really well with their art sales.
1: Um, yeah, I've seen their. I've seen their brand around. I haven't like dove mm-hmm. into how, how's their how's their uh, volume compared to like OpenSea. I haven't checked it yet, but I think they've sold like
2: some art pieces for like three, 000, four thousand dollars. So just nice. single pieces. So they're getting they're getting volume. Um, but I'll cover it properly. I'll have a call with them nice. and cover it in a blog post. But there's definitely people working on pushing the the numbers in the NFT space.
1: Yeah, yeah. Th- that needs to happen. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I I I, I hear what you said, uh, Daniel, about like um, kind of being disappointed with the central land. And um, but I think I kind of like re- I, I reached a point like you know several months ago where I kind of just stops like trying to expect things from from them in terms of like user. Um, Retention and or user acquisition and everything, and I kind of started looking at the central end more as just a platform. And I think like obviously like we can be like you know you guys should you know get more users and 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 bring in like all these people to play our games. But at the end of the day, I think for us like we're really just focusing on just viewing it as just a platform and a social network that they're providing like events like lists like on their site or like you know um,
3: totally like forums
1: for people to to uh, communicate. And really just going to be like focusing on user retention all, all, all by ourselves, you know? Um, and if you view it that way, um, I mean, I think it's, you know, it's, I think they're doing an okay job. And I think, you know, considering that they're trying to do all these social aspect, add all these social aspects, like voice chat, and they just added like audio streaming. It's all, it is helping, you know, make it a better, um, environment to like hang out in and, and socialize. So, mm-hmm. I mean, from that standpoint, I agree with you, Daniel, with like the fact that they could be doing more in in, in user numbers. But I kind of just gave up on that, to be honest, like a bit ago. I mean, it's not, user, uh, it's
6: not about the user; it's not about the user names, numbers. It's about uh, allowing more people to share your creations. Uh, I'm I'm involved in various platforms, not just decentralized. So I'm not very focused on it. I mean. It has ups and downs, for example, these days I'm very hyped about uh, VRChat because they have improved their uh, their programming system within the game and we are testing it with some projects. <clears throat> it's about seeing that they, you know, for example, voice chat. Voice chat is something that has been giving issues since the very on the internet to every single game that I fucking know. Uh, World of Warcraft tried to have uh, voice chat and they removed it because they failed. Um, CryptoVoxels is having a huge match-ass problem with voice chat. And a lot of games have had this issue. So why are you focusing on having voice chat instead of, I don't know, uh, you don't know. I I mean, for example, a low collaboration building in, in the game. For example, uh, for me, that's uh, that has higher priority than having a voice chat, for example, because you can use Discord, you can use Zoom, you can use uh, whatever other thing you want to use uh, that mm-hmm. will complement that, in, in, you know, uh, maybe an event or something. It's, uh, f- you know, it's, it's been a long time. I mean, it's not, it has been a long time, but it feels a long time since the release of the game.
0: It does feel like it. Yeah. It feels like
6: that, right? Yeah, we talk about it all the time. Yeah. Uh, and feels like there's have not been much done yet mm-hmm. since, the, since that. I, I actually, so, I felt oops. the exact same way you did
2: as well, Toxam, or Daniel, for the mm-hmm. first one month and a half. I was like, why isn't they not releasing anything? Obviously, there's so much we need to work on. We need the simple functionalities, like uh, just being able to onboard properly or like whatever it was, but the launch was obviously short. There was many things to work on and they, them not releasing anything for a month and a half was just like, what's going on? But recently, I think I've been getting in touch with Augustine and getting on voice calls and they have so much in the works um that they haven't put on public yet. And I think, I don't know if they're just not good at communicating this. Because, you know, I like how CryptoVoxels does it. He literally just, on the day he thinks of the idea, he puts it out on Twitter and we know what he's working on. And there's been a lot of silence from them, like a good one month and a month or maybe a month and a half after the launch. But I'm a lot more optimistic now because I know there's a lot of interactivity, social features that are in the works. I think, I'm not sure, Will maybe also had a conversation with August. Mm -hmm. And... I don't know. My sentiment changed based on what he had to say. Was yours as well? Bill?
0: Oh, absolutely. I think uh, I I kind of look at things how Baus looks at it. Um, we're we're building because we know decentralization is going to stick around for you know a long time, and we feel like this is you know the time to really take advantage before the wave actually comes in. Uh, like for example, uh, we set up our MetaZone Tower. We sold a couple of games to landowners like Anorak. And uh, before the launch, uh, this was all done before the launch. And then by the time the launch came, uh, you know, we benefited uh, greatly uh, just because I think everyone was focused on, um, you know, the, the whole launch. And, and it, it brought a lot of people to our parcel. And we didn't ask anybody to play, but they all played, right? They all spent mana. And it was very successful for us, but we prepared for months in advance, and so we kind of, if you take that idea and you extend it to where you know the masses potentially coming to Decentraland, we're preparing for that, right? That's that's why we keep updating and we keep making games, we keep doing stuff. Uh, but we're, are you
2: optimistic that the masses will come? Oh, for sure. Uh, uh, why, what makes you optimistic? Uh,
0: just because uh, Decentraland has the most flexible SDK compared to any other of uh, the other of. Uh, Metaverses, decentralized metaverses, right? Like crypto voxels. Uh, we, we can build unique experiences here that you can't do anywhere else. And and the fact that, you know, in, in this world, you get to own the digital assets. I think that's going to be very attractive to the average gamer. Maybe not today because it's a little cumbersome. Uh, but to the average gamer, they're going to see the value in digital ownership. And and that's why I'm very bullish on specifically Decentraland, I like all the other metaverses, but I feel like we can create a, a little bit more diversity in Decentraland versus everywhere else.
2: You mean in terms of interactivity and gaming? Exactly. Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I feel like I it's, it's, it's a
5: long way, you know, away from the finished product if you think about it that way. So, to me, you know, just to me, I'm just doing what I can right now because I got, I got a feeling about. The way things gonna go, you know. So I'm just like, that's kind of the way where I'm at with it, you know. Is it? Uh, mm-hmm. I've been building because I think that if you're an early builder, that that'll be beneficial to you, you know.
6: Yeah,
5: exactly. We're in the beginning.
6: I mean, it's not about blaming that they did this or they haven't done that. You know, you have to understand that we're in the beginning, and but since we are in the beginning, we also are in a place that we everything could fail. You know, mm. and this conversation will be, go to hell, <laughs> you yeah. know, and, th- <laughs> and everything we hope for just disappear because another platform comes in and makes it mm. easier for other people to join into their platform. You know, it's mm. uh, it's very early on and it's very about competition. I mean, that's uh, at least yeah. that's what I think.
2: True, true. You have to think about your competitors. And so yeah. you,
6: I I There's definitely competition, the I think, in I think. No, so it's a, I built in a lot of places, man, and they all are in, like, a rush, you know? Uh, they mm-hmm. all feel like they are building yeah, sort of very quickly, and I mm-hmm. don't have this kind of feeling in the Central Land these days. Mm-hmm. Maybe some months ago, yes. Now I have this feeling that things are going a bit slower mm-hmm. uh, than usual. The central,
5: <clears throat> excuse me. I think the Central Land is a lot more about community than building, so, like, I think that that's one of the reasons that, we started all linking up and doing things I like sort of this. agree
0: Frankie. I think my, I would I would restate that if I were saying I would say that Decentraland is really focused on decentralization and that's why things are moving so slow. I think mm. you know even 20 years down the line some some developer would pick up the slack and start updating the SDK, start updating the you know the GitHub where Decentraland all the applica- all the files are stored. And this, this is going to be community run. It's not going to be DCL team run. And, and that's why I'm okay with spending a lot of time, like building stuff within Decentraland, because I know just like Bitcoin has continued for a decade without, you know, missing a beat. I feel like it it, it could be the same thing with Decentraland.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and all the other metaverses like are, are nowhere near as decentralized as as Decentraland. And I think just from a builder's perspective, like, um, you know, that just ensures that it's gonna stick around. And I, I, I kinda had this discussion about like just NFTs in general. Like if you really look at the majority of NFTs, like if if um if like the development team of that NFT like for some reason just like um you know uh, hung up the cleats and, and didn't and just failed. Then the NFTs would, would, I mean, they'd still be tradable on Ethereum, but I, I think there'd they would be no progress. All their value, exactly. And where, on the other hand, um, Decentraland has um, is in the process of and almost done with decentralizing a lot of their, um, you know, their foundation and development, um, and and the um, you know how the community makes decisions through the DAO. So I think, you know, at the end of the day, like if for whatever reason the found even the foundation were to like um, you know cease to exist in a few years um you know the nfts would still have value because like i'm personally hosting a node like i know several other people are hosting nodes and and um you know the the, the metaverse is still going to be there and, and exist because of the decentralization so mm-hmm. um, i hear you Daniel, with, with saying that like there's no um you know like uh, sense of urgency to push out features and make it better mm-hmm. but i think that yeah, like like William said, like it's, it's all really about decentralization for them. And I think that's going to really start to pay off in the longer term.
0: And, so, and to be clear, I feel exactly the same way as Daniel does. I feel like same, it, yeah, yeah. it is slow and it, it does have that feeling of apprehension. Uh, but with that feeling, I also have confidence. And, and that's what keeps me going.
2: But sometimes I think they're just not good at communicating what's in the pipeline. True. And that's what makes it feel like it's slow. Like, if they just told us all the stuff that's on the forum, I don't know if you guys saw the forum, like the fact that they're working on wearables, that there's a map, that there's a discussion, um, Mm. you know, that they've got audio and video streaming around the corner. They're working on it. They put videos of them working on it, how close it is to being completed. You know, all of this stuff could could have been communicated in two months and we would have had that feeling of progress. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, 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 yeah that that that's a big big deal and that's what we do get from the other metaverses that they do tweet like little snippets of what they're working on um little little yeah, even exactly. the smallest things even just a simple th- uh 20 word tweet is enough to be like oh well this is what they're working on great yeah, that's progress that's exactly um, yeah, yeah. And this is kind of the reason why my blog exists is because I try and push out what I know is happening that people don't know is happening. But it should really be coming from Decentral. And at every stage that they're working on something, it needs to be tweeted. I, I personally think so. Yeah. I yeah. think... Uh, By the way, Frankie, Frankie, are you um audio streaming this straight onto your land?
5: Yeah, you see all the
0: people that are listening?
2: Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah I tweeted yeah. out the link to the parcel. And so yep. it, that's... Kind of helped. There's
5: people listening to us live. Yeah, yeah let's people see. are showing up. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, next level. What's up, up people? <laughs> <laughs> everyone
0: wave. Right. Hey, it's gonna be delayed Wait, like everyone. twenty There's seconds. A four second delayed. Yeah. So.
5: <laughs> My wave's wonder, gonna be four seconds early. <laughs> you know, we got away wave.
2: <laughs> I think when video streaming is gonna be available, I wonder if we can just there we go, look at that our zoom calls straight. I think the... so.
5: Yeah, that's why I wanted to jump on this because I felt yeah. like I want again just but be the one of the first people messing with sound, be the first people messing with streaming. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of one of the one of the Everyone's reasons why I jumped stuff all over this. Thing. I talked about it last week. Yeah, yeah man, that's cool. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So one of the things that we're gonna do is uh, we're gonna add this functionality. I don't know how you did this this wizard, wizardry, Frankie, but we're we're gonna have to add it to the jukebox
5: for sure. Oh man. Yeah. I can I can give you the stream thing, but I could I couldn't I couldn't replicate this if I wanted to. Because, <laughs> uh, I needed a lot of help. Yeah. Yeah. These provocos helped me. Yeah. This is like a help
0: technical me. achievement that we're witnessing like, right now.
5: It Carried me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it's yeah. great you know, and I think it's going to so be good cool for the community, that... and that's the whole thing is is you know that's what I, I'm always been pushing that since day one is like the community of it um you know we're a small community now, so we can know each other that's a good thing, yeah you know if it grows, it would be nice to still know these people that were in from the beginning, you know yeah, so I think that I'm that's actually very be, you know
2: i'm I'm actually very very optimistic about the the features the social features that they're working on, mm-hmm. so the fact that they're going to have a map. Um, friends list. We're going to have an uh, an interactive live map to see exactly where people are, where we can join into, understanding of which realms we we're in. And when we log in, we're not going to be taken to that external, like as a first time user, you're not going to be taken to that external place, that tutorial place. It's going to be in the Genesis Plaza with like NPC characters. So I know that this sort of stuff is happening. And I think that's going to go a long way into showing that um, on first glance, what Decentraland can do. And I think if you're a first-time user in Decentraland and you're going to parcels that are not really providing much value, you're going to exit and not return for a while. Yeah. But if you're um, a first-time user going to a place that has people around it and you can jump into where people are straight away within like two minutes, suddenly you've gone from someone that knows a lot more about Decentraland, probably 10 times more than what they did uh, before. Right. So that's what makes me very optimistic um, in building community and these events that we're pushing at the fashion show, etc., I want to see over the next six to seven months, of me pushing that, hopefully three to four events a month, that there's a user base that's increasing, um, and that's kind of the trial there, that for me is going to prove to me, I guess, that Decentraland is going to have a strong future. So
0: yeah, I totally agree. I think uh, it's it's one of those things where we have a bunch of creators building stuff on their parcels, and uh, and it's just it's up to all of us to really push this experience to others and. Because we see something that many others don't yet, and I feel like we—it's—it's it's our responsibility to take that feeling and you know share it with others. Because, yeah, I think what we're doing here is is going to be important. You know, ten years right. down the line, people look back and it's like, man, how'd you do it? It's like, well, you know, yeah, at least you know we have something to show for it, right? Like all the yeah. gaming. Like, think about you know, fifteen years ago, twenty years ago, and we were all playing Nintendo, right? And, you know, playing Mario, playing, you know, Mortal Kombat. All those experiences was fun, but we, we don't have anything to show for it. Like, like uh, I talked to Daniel in a previous podcast, and we were talking about World of Warcraft. All that time spent getting all that gear, all that stuff, like, it's sort of wasted. And it's, it won't be the same with Decentraland with all the NFTs and, and all the things that we can earn here. It's, it's going to last for a very long time. And that's that's what that's the feeling we need to instill in others when you know when we continue this. this I think whole they've path. got
2: awards and achievements uh, coming up soon, like the NFTs getting NFTs for some sort of achievements and awards. Yeah, Decentral- yeah, badges. yeah, badges. Yeah, badges and road and names and.
6: Stuff. Yeah, that's that's actually very really
2: cool. Yeah, I think um I mean, honestly, if of
6: Decentral- cool things going on. But- they do. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's the thing. We got we know it's coming, but. A lot of silence in the first month and a half after launch was like, when is it coming? How soon is soon? I think that was the question I was asking. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but honestly, also, man, if they, if they allow onboarding via mobile, we'll have like two times the amount of people. Dude, easily. Yeah, I, I was honestly blown away.
0: Think about this. In in the mobile space, you'll be able to jump into the sensor land and your phone doesn't have really clean access to a wallet. And so by the time that launches, I'm pretty sure you'll be able to jump into the central land without having, you know, a wallet required.
2: True. Yeah. If I can just go in and just watch a conference, that's enough. I can, like a lot of the times these events are happening. I'm upstairs sleeping in my bed. I'm not going to get out at 3 a.m. Yeah. On my computer, log into MetaMask and all that. But I might click it and put my headphones on for like five minutes.
4: So,
5: yeah, hopefully, if yes, they're listening, there's gonna be a lot of things that that, that you can do. You just got to use your creativity, uh, in, in my opinion. You know, um, yeah, like just take what they give you for now, yes, and use it exactly, you know I mean? and just do something cool with exactly. it, exactly. You know? and, and then it, it shows because yeah. I'm not spending a ton of money here, and I'm learning all this stuff on the fly, so it's not like that's you know, true, Frankie. It's just like do something.
0: yeah Mm -hmm. i mean like like the games that we have they're they're not like rpgs they're not uh you know anything special but it it is what we could rock or whatever exactly (laughs) it is what we could build at the time and with more functionality more flexibility you know those games will be better though you'll be able to build different things like right now we have Mm -hmm. the infinity engine who would have thought that was possible right but oh yeah you know, the, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. those are the things that we need to discover. Like we need to be able to play with the SDK and that's why I'm so, I advocate for the SDK a lot because it, it allows these experiences that we can't really imagine because we all come from different parts of the world. We, we all know different things. And so if we take what we know, and we implement the central land, we come up with an infinity engine. We come up with like this franchising mechanism. We come up with all these different things that, You wouldn't be able to predict, and that's why I'm so bullish on the SDK.
2: Do you think there's anything that can be added to the SDK, or do you think it has what it needs?
0: Well, I've mentioned it before. It it needs communication ability to the outside world, right? Because we're on a browser, we're in a video game in a browser, we should be able to tweet from within the game. We should be able to watch YouTube streams um, within the game. We should be able to do all kinds of things, and you can't right now... And it's not because it's impossible; it is. It's simply because it's just not uh, an ability within the SDK. So that that will change. But we need to ask for it, basically. Other than yeah. that, other than that, once it's completely decentralized, we can go into the SDK, propose that update, you know, to the DAO, and it just gets voted in. All of a sudden, we have you know streaming capabilities from video standpoint, and mm-hmm. we can have all that functionality just by doing it ourselves.
2: Yeah. Hopefully when the DAO is working and we can just literally just put in proposals and they work on or focus on them, it's not that long of a implementation waiting barrier. Like it's not too slow. I think DAOs do slow the process though. And that's the benefit. These other companies have like a crypto voxels. They're just, they can be so nimble. They can come up with an idea, implement it within 48 hours yeah. and satisfy the community that asked for it yeah. two days ago. But anyway, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so one thing for everybody in, in this current parcel right now, there is a an event going on in the next 20 or so minutes, right? Uh, it's a fashion yep. show. And so does anybody know the na- uh, the uh, location of that parcel?
5: I literally was just about to ask. Sorry, the fashion show <clears throat> parcel?
0: Yeah. What's the location yeah, of the, the parcel? The fashion
5: show parcel.
2: Oh, uh, man. I don't even know. Hold up.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've been talking about this for like several weeks, but. Like we uh, don't know the location. Yeah, so <laughs> the location. Yeah, that's another thing. Maybe there's like an easier way to.
2: Oh, you know what? Crypto um, Voxels had that was amazing. You paste mm-hmm. the link. of... The link. Right in. Right in the. Right in. Yeah. Dude, the the link. They don't have to whitelist all the links. Just a link of a different scene, and then people can just click it and go straight into it. Yeah. It's yeah. a big. It was a big yeah. deal because.
6: Yeah. Uh, links in this uh, needs to work I mean See, I cannot yeah. have totally. uh, user interaction if I can, don't have a link for my website for example exactly. or a link to whatever old place it, the, the fact that they didn't implement the link is very disappointing for me uh, because mm. yeah. you know all of us want our people to go and click and go to our website the answer I got is like oh but you can add a QR code and I'm like it's yes,
5: 29113 so. this is a fashion show I think yeah.
0: Twenty nine one
6: thirteen.
2: All right, boys, I might what, go. twenty eight man says. I'm
5: yeah. I've
2: got to help uh direct people and stuff. So I'm gonna head out. Yep. All right. But uh okay. enjoy the yeah, podcast. Appreciate it man. Stuff.
0: We'll talk soon, man. Definitely.
2: All right. See you, everyone. Thanks for joining Thanks, Daniel buddy. and uh this time. And sounds
1: good. Yeah.
0: All right. So um, uh, another thing that a main topic that we've talked about, like round circles is doing the DAO is basically the DAO is not perfectly implemented just yet. And um, I guess one of the things around the DAO is simply it it was the wearables. It was how we're able to to decide on who gets a vote and, and how much weight that vote gets. And so my opinion on and as far as the DAO goes is if, if we skew the vote towards people who are imp, or trying to grow Decentraland, meaning anybody who's building anything, right, that, That's which is everybody on this call, if we skew the weight of the vote to builders of Decentraland, I feel like it would benefit Decentraland greatly. So what I mean by that is if we implement some sort of mechanism for a voting scheme for Decentraland where anyone who's deployed anything on top of their parcel within the last six months is allowed to vote and maybe we send everybody some voting NFT so that we have a, a X amount of votes out there and those who send that NFT to a particular wallet, that's how the, the voting happens. And so I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about, like, what is y'all's opinion in terms of how much a vote should weigh, whether it should be based on mana, should be based on just land, or based on builders who are doing stuff within Decentraland. How do you guys see that, like, rolling out for the DAO? And, and I guess we can start with uh, Daniel on that.
6: Yes, uh, I will divide... Uh the weight depending on the topic you're going to discuss the about, right? If you want to discuss topic about building or about developing itself, maybe the builders have more to say that uh, just a guy who has a lot of money in the wallet Agreed. and haven't done anything in the central. Yeah. Right? Uh, but the, if it is about, you know blank assignment or if uh, the center runs to grow bigger or anything that is not related directly with the SDK or directly with building maybe that's uh, the, you know, I'm not sure if $1 rule fits for all the demands that will come up with it out. Right. Itself.
0: That's true. That's a good point. That's a, that's an excellent point. I think, um, I think you're right. I think that even though that might work in terms of like the the foundation of Decentraland and its growth and like his like the voting implications, whether uh, it's going to affect Decentraland and the foundation, I think that scheme might work, but it might not work for everything else. So you know that maybe maybe like the DAO vote is flexible in terms of like what the actual vote is about. If it's about like less yeah. less important things, then it's a little bit more flexible. Anybody with mana can vote essentially. Um
6: yeah, also the steps of the the roadmap, you know, we're in the very beginning and I think now they should give a lot of importance to building stuff and filling the world with stuff because it's empty and, and feels like a year from now it's going to keep being empty. And yeah. Uh I mean it's still very difficult I think to build.
5: Yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Overhead.
5: Um I think that one of the big problems about it being empty is some of the parcels ended up going for a lot of money. Yeah. So some yeah. people are in the you know mindset of, well, I'm going to hold on to this because this is going to go for a lot of money in the future, you know? And there's people who have land who don't really do nothing with it. They're not really helping the situation. They're not helping themselves, but they look at it in a different, you know, in a different way. It's just like a thing that they bought, you know? I, I think you still got to work around that. You still got to be like, yo, whatever. Good. You have a piece of land. It's floor now. Good. You know, I'm going to do something big. You know, it's the only way I look at it. It's the only way I look at anything, pretty much. I'm like, I don't let nothing, you know, uh, get in the way of something I'm trying to actually do. So, Franken- yeah, but
6: if you build on your land, you increase the value of your land.
5: True. Agreed. Exactly. That's what I'm saying.
6: And you also... Nope. But, but, but I feel like
5: there's a lot of people that are just looking at, it, looking at it just like a piece of thing, just something that they bought, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: So do you agree, okay. Frankie, that uh, there should be more weight for builders than anything else?
5: Um, You know, that's that's tough because, like, yes, but also builders aren't the best marketing people, you know? Okay. So I feel like there's some people in this, you know, that in this that might, like Maddie that doesn't really build too much, but he... I'd rather have Matty on the team than anybody because he knows how to reach out to people and t- you know to do the network and stuff. So there's other people, the other roles too. So I don't know how it's going to work out. I don't know how, like what's, what's good. But what I'm just saying is I know there's other roles that are going to be, have to be played by people who are not builders. It's a guarantee.
0: I'll let you answer boss, but uh, one, one last thing. So, so Frankie, the, um, mm. the, the vote is more about influence on a particular subject vote rather than like mm-hmm. uh the exposure of that vote so so what i'm saying is if you look at maddie he's he's a land whale he's got he's got a lot of land um yeah. probably more than all of us combined but Definitely. i feel like he would agree with the consensus of the builders and what they were voting on than uh than a, any other group in central and, and by groups i mean mana holders land holders and then we got builders. I think Maddie would fall in lo- aligned with the builders because anyone who's building anything increases the value of the land. Right. And so that, that's, that's how that, I look yeah, at it. For sure. Yeah. Boss, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. And I think the builders should, I mean, the three factions should be, I mean, I think I, I in an ideal world, it would be kind of like a third, a third, a third in weight. But, um, um I do think, it'd be interesting to see kind of how you would wait the and verify the builder's um, uh, activity because couldn't you just um, just, you know, redeploy like you could, a, you know, yeah. like how would you prevent a, against someone just like, you know, redeploying something to like the same piece of land? Like would you, you'd have to put in some type of limit. No, you couldn't. Um, I, I think it could be done.
0: You couldn't, you couldn't actually prevent that boss, but, uh, but that really isn't the issue. Like let's say there's a troll. Let's, let's say Maddie was a troll. And uh, he had less 200 lands and he deployed, he separated all the states into 200 parcels. And he says, well, now I have 200 votes. Uh, He's still more inclined to vote for uh, aligned with builders than anybody else because the builders are increasing the value of land. And so, you know, in my opinion, it doesn't seem like it would matter, um, you know, somebody trying to skew a vote (laughs) like that.
1: Yeah. But then again like if you think that the builders and then the um the landowners are more aligned then it kind of dwarfs True. the 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 say of the mana uh, holders because um you know I think then it would be kind of two two versus one in a lot of these issues.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. And that's what I'm saying It's yeah. like we got to skew the vote meaning those who have deployed something should be the only ones voting, right? And so uh, just because I don't think a person with, you know, 10 million mana that just bought it off, you know, Binance should have any say in what happens with the Decentraland because, you know, he's not actively participating. He's just a speculator. Right. So that person is not knowledgeable enough about Decentraland to say anything right to vote on anything. Um, and so yeah, that's why we should time, skew like,
5: the vote. This is where I like a little bit different on the on the subject, because I was involved with music, you know, and uh, like your fans are important. You know, and I I would put mana holders in that category, like the fans sure. of the project. Sure. People they're gonna watch from afar. That might not. You that's know, a good point. land or might you know they yeah. just have because they you know they think about it. They think it's like, Oh, it's a good thing. So like those people are also important, and if they want to see it go a certain way, their voice should be heard on some level. I don't know what that is, but I'm just saying. You know, I'm always playing this little devil's advocate because I know that on some level you got a guy holding man. I'm like, wait a minute, I don't mean shit. Like what?
0: No. Yeah, that's true.
5: Yeah, 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 definitely.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I see, I see, I see your point, Frankie. I think, I think you're absolutely right because the builders aren't the only people experiencing anything in Decentraland, right? So, um, I, I do agree that anyone, let's say mana holders, right the the regular player who doesn't necessarily own land, the regular player should also have some sort of weight in into their vote too. So. That makes sense. I mean, that I didn't really we think about it that way. We were on
5: things that we thought were, were good or important or whatever. Yeah. And then this person was like, man, I just want to, you know, a, something simple that I want to jump on or, or whatever. I want this thing to be a thing. And we forgot about that because we got our heads so stuck in building and, sure. doing, it, you know, trying to get this stuff done. Yeah. He might just want a social thing that's kind of easy to do. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. We're not even, in, you know, we're not even into that right now, you know? So, you know, that kind no, of I, I totally agree. I want emojis I, in the chat, you know, stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> you know? That's true.
0: <laughs> I think uh maybe yeah, I I you're absolutely right. I, I don't think it's so simple as the, the way I was saying it uh, because there's so many other things that that come into play. But uh, maybe we should implement some sort of DAO where we align the 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 voting mechanism with like the the the, in, the intended goal of improvement within decentraland. And I don't know if even that's easy. I'm just spitballing here, but um, it has to be the the votes that matter have to be done by people who have who know you know what's going on, right? Yeah. That that's that's definitely, how I'm thinking about I mean, it.
5: Definitely. Um, but at the same time, I think there should be some sort of you know like I don't have, I don't know what it, like, what the weight you know again like, about the weight of these things, but but I'm saying like I don't know what the weight is exactly. But the, the, the fans, let's call them, they need to have a say, too. Yeah, I mean, no,
0: I, I totally agree. Like, uh, so, Daniel. So, you know, uh, in the United States, Donald Trump. Right. And yeah, the, people, yeah, <laughs> the people. Yeah. The people has voted for this guy. Right. And so one would argue that he's not a very good president, but others would argue that he is good. Um, the problem is you're allowing
5: very hard. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's my point is the problem is, is that you're allowing an uneducated population to vote. And when you allow that, you, you yield presidents like Trump. Right. And so that's, that's what I'm trying to see if there's a better way to do this. Maybe it's like a clear one man, one vote or one wallet address, one vote. Maybe it's it should be that simple or it, that's how we should do this. But I'm trying to think of a better way of doing it. And and that's why I'm bringing it up to you guys.
5: Well, whatever it is, it shouldn't be. It should be somewhere between like the builders get all the say and don't have the the fans vote the starting five sure. of the, you know, the starting lineup of the uh, All-Stars. <laughs> you know I mean, right, so yeah, it's got to so. be somewhere in between that. Like, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we shouldn't like, be giving I, them the starting five. But, you know, that like, yeah, they should probably get, you know, 10 through 13, you yeah.
0: know? Yeah, 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 good point.
6: I guess uh, the thing is not about builders or um, I guess we, we call ourselves builders, but I, what I mean really is people who is active in the community yeah, and yeah. people who is actually knowing what's going on. The, the thing is that most of them are either builders or people like Matty, who is investing in their land and i trying to make a living out of it right. Yeah. So it's it's more about that's the issue, no? You know, how do you leverage who is entitled enough to vote? You know, that's actually very impossible <laughs> if
5: you think about it. <laughs> yeah. So but, then I think that you have to go to uh, some level, yes, one every piece of land is a vote, right? Yeah. Yeah, but every but, but what just, if you yeah.
6: don't because for example I don't So no, no that, if you don't that have that land, I know, I
5: saying. Like, let's say okay, let's say every piece of land is a vote and then you give, you know, there is a a, a amount of mana that approximates to a piece of land. But the problem is with that, that almost should run like a ticker. Like it should be some sort of like chart for what that number is because that's not always the same. You know, land goes up and down as well as mana. So I think the, the weight on somebody's mana, if I have, okay, for instance, you're telling me that, that, 5,000 mana equals a piece of land. But then they're selling for 13. And then in a in yeah. a spike, they could be selling for 25. Right. And mana could be worth 2 cents or it could be worth 30. So, you know, there has to be some... To me, there would be a metric if you could make it, you know, that, that balances that, like, all right, well, you know, land is, at, by average, going for this much. You know, mana is this much. So your vote is worth... Your mana is worth this many votes, you know? Yeah. It's probably math that I definitely can't do. I just...
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, that'd be interesting to make it based on price. Um, like the, originally, when I thought about it, I thought they would probably just do something like fifty-fifty with like like mana just accounting for fifty percent, and then land somehow accounting for fifty percent. Because I think one of the biggest votes is gonna that's gonna happen um, eventually is like you know this is just the age old since the beginning the question has been you know is there gonna be an extension of Genesis City or is there gonna be a new um, metaverse like. Yeah like sister city um and i think for that vote i think it definitely needs to be 50 50 in terms of land and mana because obviously every landowner is going to say no and every mana (laughs) holder is probably going to say yes you know so i think like it needs to be somewhat even um for that big decision um yeah so
5: when do you foresee that Thing going on, I don't, I don't like that idea at all.
1: <laughs> I think, I mean, I think they mentioned it in their last. They, mm-hmm. they, they mentioned it in their last um, blog post when they were introducing like some of the DAO, like just talking about what the DAO would do, and they had said something about such as voting for an extension of Genesis City or you know capping the land at 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 its current um, you know. Uh,
6: that I think the, that will happen. The, the extension will happen eventually, but for yeah. so that we still need. To fill the land with content, and people needs to see that you know, because if if you extend the central land right now, it, it will be more emptiness, which yeah. yeah. will exactly.
5: definitely that's, well, that's decrease the value like, of the land. I don't like that. I love it if we're if we're stacked in here and then like yeah, just you know make more land, and then that way exactly. ours is uh, still yeah. worth because we're doing we're, we're doing with it, you know. So that's yeah. fine, you know. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that. Eventually, doing with your land is gonna become like a requirement, not like a requirement by like, but requirement by nature. Like, if you have it and you're not doing with it, then you're not really making it do nothing. You know, how would you enforce? You know, how would you enforce that? I think that's a great idea. No, honestly. no, no, just monetarily, you... Just like, just like it's not gonna be worth it for you. Like, nobody goes for you know lands that don't do anything. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I re- I wrote a blog post about that exactly Um, a few, I think like two months ago. About well, it's basically my whole point was just like land the whole like um um, like um, you know obviously people base base it on on location but like you know when you can literally just teleport anywhere within a second yeah
3: um, exactly
1: it's like every land is essentially on the same playing field and then and then after that
5: it's really about the content and then
3: that's right
5: and then the content
1: and then the land around that content
5: is, or even um, like you know you could start there, there'll be a party a point where you can you, you'll have a lot of people you know like from the beginning that know how to build and then there'll be people that you know don't know how to build definitely want land and bought land or whatever and then you'd be like you could sell land with builds on it you know and that's been done like uh clark kent bought the strip club you know you have the you have to build yeah. on it now he doesn't have the use he doesn't have he can't use it it's just up there but um you know you, you could easily that's, that's could be a service you know just like yeah we you know here's a land you know give me your ideas and it costs this much you know build the whole thing for you custom and then you know and that's your land there you go you yeah. know yeah yeah and, and, then I just, and then i mean and then again it would not be like it would be kind of useless to be uh, somebody with an empty parcel like yeah hey, i got this empty parcel like All right, that's cool man that, that's gonna cost me another this much money to, to build on so yeah. you know your land is worth. yeah that stuff.
1: i think i personally think that um something like MetaZone is like, could, it should be like even more volume than like the DCL land marketplace eventually.
5: Yeah. Yeah. We, we just got to get like, you know, it's, it's gotta be real easy to go back and forth between MetaZone and your own. Like if you want to like, like for maybe if I wanted to just throw something in my building, that's gotta be like really easy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're, we're going to support um, that, that too. And I, I know it's going to get there. It's not even an issue to me. That's the reason why I originally started hanging out with you guys and all that. Cause right. it's like, you know, I seen the vision right from jump. I'm like, yeah, that's going to work. You know? Yeah. I think with creating these things as NFTs and you know, we were just having a conversation in the radio station here where I was saying like, um, you know, if you could carry your NFTs in the wallet, like, uh, like a wearable. So like, let's say you had something that was small that you like this DJ board that I have here, let's say I just could have that. And I just pull it out like pow, it works on your land. Yeah. You know? So stuff like that where you get, you know, almost like carryables. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think uh for for stuff like that like maybe having um you know even like a pet within Decentraland that walks with you throughout the, you know throughout the world that's going to be like supported mm-hmm. like on the foundation level of Decentraland but but you're right I think you know even a meta zone it, it it can get there only because we need the only way to get there is with developers. And once, and the whole purpose of MetaZone is to showcase is the, the fact that there's a mar, there's a market here, right? If you build something, there's somebody to buy that thing, and mm-hmm. and uh, so far we've done a pretty good job, but we we still need you know way more developers, and that's like why I keep advocating for the SDK. Man, you improve the SDK, I'm telling you, the Central Land won't even look like anything we've imagined up until like right now, and mm-hmm. you know I think if we support that ecosystem where Decentraland is like a platform for developers, like that's, that's the place you're going to want to be at. And there's, there won't be another place that you'd like compare Decentraland to, but you know, that's probably me, you know, like tooting my own that's horn. I vision, yeah. yeah. That-
1: no, I agree with that though. I think, I think that's way more important than like the builder.
0: Yeah, for sure. In
1: terms of like making like unique experiences and, like the builder is, I guess, good for people that just want to just see, say, they made something, yeah. Like, like on their land, but like the the stuff that's really gonna keep like bringing back, bringing back users and actually producing like replay value for for users, um, is gonna be all SDK stuff. So I agree yeah. with you completely yeah. on that.
5: Yeah, I totally. Mean, it's, it's gonna be stuff that does stuff. You know, this kid was making um, I forget his name. uh well, the kid that was making the ticker,
0: uh, Kryptonite,
5: and uh, was that Kryptonite? Yeah, I that's think kid. so. All right. All right. So he's making the ticker yeah and and that thing is cool and you in something like that you need to make that from the sdk and then you know you should be able to share that somehow or sell that or make it an nft or something you know so you can now pass it along through the community and it can be a thing within the world yeah now we have a bunch of creations right now that sit dormant because i might not want to even deploy it on my land but somebody else might want to well it should be an nft then yeah no
0: you know? absolutely yeah, and, you know, we still got a long way to go, man. I think uh, with all these imp- improvements happening, the leaky bucket, like getting plugged, all that stuff, it's it's only going to help. And I think the fact that we're, we're in a little early is it's only really going to help us, right? And so I, I think we're in a good place, and I think we should all head to the... A uh, fashion show, so we can uh, you know go to check it out.
5: You, yeah, is it fashion show time? Yeah, <laughs> I'm already there, but yeah. uh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: well,
5: what was it again? It's uh 23.
0: It's 23. What is it?
6: 23
5: 115. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Alright, headed to the fashion show. So uh, still live though. Yeah. <laughs> so let's check this out. I, I kind of want to see and hopefully. You know, the, the only problem I see with there's got to oh, be a better way, yeah. like maybe like a conference uh, server where we can support more than like 50 or so people. But because if you set something like this up, you're going to like parse your player base, right? You're, you're not going to be able to see the show if, you know, all the, the action is happening on a particular server. And so like oh, that's... Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, because it's like 50, yeah. 50
0: per realm. Yeah, yeah, so so there's there's got to be some, like, infrastructure changes to support, like, conferences, or you know, but it, it's still a work in progress, I guess.
5: Yeah. Where's... Uh, yeah. Where's the Interact broadcast in this?
0: Yeah, that... Yeah, I think they were talking about it in the Discord here.
5: Is he,
0: uh... Oh, so Fenrir Amber?
5: Yeah, you're in the right one. No, 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 I'm saying, like, where's... Uh, where's is he in a Discord somewhere with, uh...
0: With oh, audio.
5: Let me see. Yeah,
6: it seems like they are in the. Yeah, I think they. they po- I think they
1: posted it in the. Uh, yeah, I, I posted it in. Uh,
0: oh, in announcements. Uh,
1: announcements. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. All right, so I don't think we have to uh, stay on uh, longer. Uh, so I want to okay. thank Baus, Daniel, and Frankie for coming on, and uh, I'll put everybody's. Discord and uh Twitter on the uh YouTube description. Uh sure. but yeah, I just want to thank you guys for coming out. Hopefully you guys want to join next week or another week after. And i uh, just wanna thank you guys for showing up. Awesome,
1: yeah, that was Good. fun. Let's definitely do yeah, it again, definitely. Yeah. definitely. Thanks for us. Guys, yeah. Appreciate yeah. you.
0: All right guys, we'll talk soon. Bye bye.
6: Okay, see ya.
0: Thank you for listening to the Blockrunner podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theblockrunner.com and sign up to stay up to date on the latest in crypto. Also reach out to us on Twitter at theblockrunner.